So the first one, it's got a very, very cheeky 95% on Rotten Tomatoes with an 89% audience score. Um, with yeah. 77.6 on IMDb. And it's actually, this is the most interesting one. It's got 3.3 out of 5 on Rate Your Music. On Rate Your Music? On Rate Your Music. I'm just going to see what this is here. Uh, I'll consent to some cookies. Um. Yeah, no, this is a... <laughs> this is an actual website. It's called Rate, Rate Your Music. And they have film reviews. Mad. That is mad. There's so many reviews here. Um, hang on. Oh, here we go. Oh, I found a bad review. I'm going to read this oh, bad no. review out. <laughs> okay. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another installment of the Film Me In podcast, where this week we're going to... It's a box. It's 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 a, it's a Boxing Day special, guys. Uh, we're talking about Creed. I'm gonna knock you the fuck out. Um, and not even just because it's a Boxing Day special. I just don't want to hear you go in my fucking ears again. Um, I, Jesus I, Christ, I, man! I'd, I'd like to thank David for this amazing <laughs> pun uh, that we that, that, that he came <laughs> up with. He said, uh, it's, "It's coming out around Boxing Day. Why don't we do Creed?" And then, yeah, yeah. and I was like, "Why?" And then he said, "Think about it." And then I laughed for far too long. So here we are. <laughs> you actually did. Um, I'm your host, Anna Langwiston, the host of uh, the this Christmassy special, Shit I guess. Show. Yeah, because it, it, Merry Christmas, everyone. This is this is yeah. going to come out on Boxing Day. Happy how, holidays. How exa- happy if holidays. You do not celebrate Christmas. Yeah, happy holidays. Uh, and here is my wonderful co-host, Mr. David French. How are you doing, David? Um. Yeah, I'm doing all right. Did um, you Did you have a nice Christmas? Um, future David, tell past David if you had a nice Christmas. You didn't. Wow, oh. that's really upsetting. Apparently, I don't have a nice Christmas. Um, that's that's I really think, upsetting. I think uh, the world ends. Um, great stuff. On uh, on Christmas Day, about four p.m. So you know. So all this was for um, nothing. Yeah, we, this might not even be released. Just be an apocalyptic wasteland. Yeah. Full Mad Max, Mad Max, and this is the only thing that survived. <laughs> imagine one shitty ima- Imagine the world ends when we're on episode ninety nine. No, we're on episode four hundred and nineteen. We never no. got to four twenty. No, I, I literally mean we're on episode ninety nine. This is episode ninety nine. This is episode ninety nine. This is episode ninety nine. Fucking hell, man! I know. This episode is coming up. Do you want to know, you want to know something else? No. Oh no! It didn't make a sound. I was hoping it would make more of a sound. I, I did fart. I did do that. I, I'm Please su- don't tell me it's gonna be the one you I'm had su- in the meeting the other day. I'm such a beast. This I'm this man had to literally feel his ass <laughs> to see if he shit himself. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> before we get into our main um, banterful topic, um, David, there are a, f- a couple of news things. There's literally like three. Yeah, a couple. That's the definition of a couple. Um, Okay. So the first one that I wanted to talk about, just as like a quick thing, is um, after only one season, Netflix's live action Cowboy Bebop has been cancelled. 
And this was in development for quite a while as well. Like, this has been a long time coming, and it it's just been, like, cancelled out of nowhere. Wow. Um, it, I, I'm not 100% sure why. Um, I am trying to have a look at the Hollywood Reporter um, like article right now. But it it's gotten awful reviews this and the other people who um really like it um like like the original anime have you know said that it's just not nearly as good as the original show it doesn't like give as much like tension or anything like that and yeah lots of people have been very very disappointed um with the live action show and i believe one of the actors has even like mentioned that he, he, it was just like not meant to be. Essentially, it's like, yeah, maybe we shouldn't have remade it. Like, maybe we should have just left it alone. And honestly, it's just kind of nice to see like the fact that fans' reaction does actually have a impact on adaptations. Yeah, because we've seen that with um, like with Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, the original design got so much hate and so much backlash that they literally redesigned the entire thing redid all the cgi and honestly even without that like even without the redesign it would have been a pretty good movie and the main things to take away from it was it was a good movie but sonic's design was awful and now it's it's just a really fun movie it is a fun movie yeah and so it just shows that fan backlash can really work sometimes like if something's genuinely bad I don't mean, like, get cancelled on Twitter or some shit like that. Like, just because you don't like it. I mean, like, if it's genuinely bad, it doesn't, like, bode well for the source material. It doesn't, like, take it into account properly and actually work well with these characters. You actually have a chance of getting it, like, cancelled so you don't have to, like, you don't have to waste more time. Yeah. Like, with it. It's like the fucking Death Note live-action movie. They're still going ahead with a second film of that, but... Honestly, after this, I'm I'm not even sure that's gonna come out now. Wow, because that definitely live action movie was shit. <laughs> um, I I still hate it to this day. Go on then. What's the next bit of news? Um, we had some images from the Batman. Yeah, um, got a couple of these. Yeah, I saw I saw these. I saw these. They were from Empire Magazine. Yeah, that's where I usually get my news from. So, um, thank <laughs> you. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Thank you, Empire, um, for getting these these six shots. Um, yeah, that, they, that's they the end look, of that one. Yeah, they all look, yeah, they all cool. look nice, but most of the time it's like kind of stuff we've seen in the trailers. I have yeah. seen one hit, one thing here though that's really depressing and just kind of like super edgy. Um, Robert Pattinson's Bruce Wayne is inspired by Kurt Cobain, says Matt Reeves. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. I, saw I that. hate that so much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that is like, so fucking cringy. Like, it is what it is, isn't it? You know? It's like, so cringy. <laughs> like, imagine basing your Batman off of depressing teen. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Um, go on. What's what's the next uh, bit of news? The final bit of news is the one that you mentioned because I forgot all about. Oh, the yeah. Even I, about. I'll take this. So, um, Spider-Man: No Way Home came out last week, obviously. Um, but in doing so, 
it um it smashed loads of box office records. Um so yeah. it's the first it's like the biggest movie of the year already. It's been out one oh, weekend. Yeah. Um it it brought it came in third for worldwide opening. Um it made six just over six hundred million dollars worldwide in its opening weekend. Um beating out um The Force Awakens. Uh, Jurassic World, the last Harry Potter movie, and finishing just behind, uh, only forty million dollars behind Avengers: Infinity War, and then like six hundred million dollars behind Endgame. Which, <laughs> by the way, Endgame in its opening weekend worldwide made one point two billion. Jesus Christ! That is that is the most outrageous thing I've ever heard in my fucking life. That's an absurd amount of money. That like, is absurd. That's crazy. Um, but then, um, where is it? Um, oh, I I had it. I fucking had it. Where was it? Yeah, in um, so in America, which is what most of these websites are, are keen about, it also got like the second highest. It got the second highest grossing opening weekend of all time, uh, two hundred and sixty million. Um, only. 97 million behind Avengers Endgame again, which grossed 357 in its opening weekend. But it beat out Infinity War, The Force Awakens, The Last Jedi, the first Avengers film. Uh, absolutely insane. Yeah, um, it's mental. And I was just looking at the UK release, and it is already, after one weekend, it is the second highest grossing film in the UK of the year. Mad. Behind What's the ca- highest? Um, I, I will. You know what? I don't even think you'll guess it. You should guess it because it's very obvious. But I feel like you won't. But I will still let you guess to draw that time. I'm gonna take a guess and say it's the Conjuring, the Devil Let Me In, or that's, the Devil Inside, or something. That's the most ridiculous answer you could have given me. Think people think, in the UK fucking love Conjuring. Not nah, bro. Think think realistically. What do British people love? What what British films can you think of? Harry Potter. The other British franchise. Um, Downton Abbey. The other one. <laughs> um, Only da, Fools and Horses. Da, 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 da. Um, forgot Bond actually came out. Genuinely forgot it came out. Yeah, bro. Yeah, Bond did come out it, like two it, months yeah. ago. I Crazy. genuinely forgot it existed. Um, I, I already have. I, I didn't watch it. I don't care about it. So yeah, I just no. didn't get it exists. Yo, th- this is a mad one though. Black Widow made more movie than Venom this year. I mean, it, the Venom, it's I, like, obviously, spoilers for Venom 2 if you've not seen it. Um, but it's in its own universe, as people were aware at the time. And then it's been brought in, obviously. But the thing is, people aren't, people are wanting to see the next part of the MCU more than the ones to just no, see but like, Rock jump in. But like, no, no, but what I'm saying is like, again. Black Widow was on Disney Plus the same day. Yeah, but obviously, I imagine they may either they might be starting to count that in finally, or people were just missing. Going no, to the no, this was literally like British box office. Yeah, they're probably just missing going to the cinema, man. Mad. Um, like the premier access is great for families, but if yeah, you're just wanting to go and experience cinema, like especially MTU fans, they love like experiencing the cinema. Oh no, I, um, I I rented it at home. Fuck that shit. Um, yeah, no, but that's the thing. We thought it was gonna be shit. Yo, Dune made so much money over here. 
Dune did. Okay, let, let's. I'm sorry. Let's like, move I, on from I, get, I get really obsessed with box office numbers. Dune did really great. It's so fucking weird. Sorry. Um, but yeah, yeah. Big up Spider Man. Saving the cinemas. People will go out and see movies if the webhead's involved. So just make every movie a Spider Man movie. That's fine by me. I make Spider Man movie, but um, John Wick is Spider Man. I would watch the fuck out of a John Wick Spider Man movie. They like team up. <laughs> it's like Punisher and uh, Spider Man. Okay, right. So I'm gonna say the pun again. It's Boxing Day, so we're doing no, Creed. Don't. Oh, right. um, I thought you were gonna do the whole thing again. I was like, oh no, please, please no, no. I love it. So, uh, I've got a bag of celebrations for my mid-podcast snack. Oh, fantastic. I can hear them. I can hear mm. them. That's great. Um, so basically, we, we had the choice of doing Creed or Rocky. And David, you've never seen Creed before. And so you basically just wanted an excuse to watch Creed for the first time. Am I right? May I've also never seen Rocky. Oh, fuck. What? <laughs> Oh shit! We totally should have watched Rocky. That's bad from us. That's real. That we should have just watched Rocky One and then Rocky Four. That's what we should, <laughs> we should have, have done. Watched Rocky Four, the director's cut. We should have done. Uh, my housemate came in and told me that he was like, "Why? Why did you do Rocky Four? That's literally just had a re-release." And we're like, "Well, fuck, we're doing Creed now." So, <laughs> fuck me, right? <laughs> Midway through Creed Two, yeah. he's like. Well, I've already watched the first one now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, fucking okay, no. hell. I'm not watching this for no... no but like, I'm not watching this great movie for no I reason. Already, I already <laughs> knew what happened in Rocky. I've never watched it, but I know what happens in it. And I'm like, it seems interesting, but at the same time, I kind of wanted to see whether this was like a good years after sequel. Because I heard so many people rave about it, but I wanted to see like... I feel like a lot of people see these movies through rose-tinted glasses, me included. Like, when I look at Halloween 2018, I'm looking at it through rose-tinted glasses because I fucking love Halloween already. Yeah. But I have absolutely no care in the world about Rocky. So I feel like it would be really interesting to get that point of view of watch Creed without seeing Rocky and just experience it, getting all the callbacks and seeing if it's just full of nostalgia and it's just... For people who love the originals or whether it can be great standalone as well and i think it is this is a the first we'll talk about the first one first um i i guess spoiler alert i'm not putting the spoiler one in it's fucking creed you know that he's gonna fucking box someone at the end jesus christ yeah exactly um so punches will be thrown creed exists um yeah i the tiger does not appear though no no i the tiger um even movie as well I, uh, I'll read the synopsis from Google. So it says, Adonis Johnson, the son of heavyweight champion Apollo Creed, embraces his legacy as a boxer and seeks mentorship from Rocky Balboa, his father's old friend and rival. Obviously, Sylvester Stallone and uh, Adonis is played by um, Michael B. Jordan. Um, it's directed by Ryan Coogler. I can't remember what he's directed, but I remember he was a really good director. Let me but have a Black quick Panther. Ah, so that's why he's got Michael B. Jordan there. Yeah, Michael B. Jordan. So, so Ryan Coogler has made three films, three features, and yeah. Michael B. Jordan has been the star of all three of them. Nice. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. 
No, he's he's made more than three features. Oh, fuck me, right? Oh, wait. Um, no, yeah, like, Fruitvale Station? Yeah. Are you talking about? Oh, no, never mind then. Yes! I was looking at the shorts <laughs> and for like, you meant Wakanda Forever as well and um, oh, the no. others, but... No, no, yeah, no. Yeah, no, no. it's... Through these alone, you can completely tell that, um... Like, that it's not the same director in the second one. You can, you can. It, there's a definite different style and it really doesn't work as well. Um, th- this first one though, it's just a really good movie, isn't it? Yeah, it just is really good. Like I, I remember watching this for the first time. It was like just before the second one came out, and I watched this, and I absolutely loved it. So going into the second one, I was so hyped up. Um, I think what I'll say is this one is obviously the better movie. It's oh yeah, it's better. It's more well made and it's got a much better story as well exactly whereas the second one is just fucking entertaining as hell see that's what i was thinking as well like the the first one has a much more interesting story and has so much more character and like development the second one has so much more fun fight scenes yeah 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 yeah. matches are so much more fun to watch but the thing is the it feels like the first one is a lot more intense in the boxing matches. In the second one, it feels more like you're actually just watching a boxing match. In the first one, it feels like you're watching despair. Yeah, in, in the in, in, in the first that's one, kind of missing from the from the second one as well. Well, if you watch the the old Rocky films, then like the the way they they box, it's it's movie boxing. So it's not yeah. real boxing. Whereas in these films, it feels like they've taken a more realistic approach to boxing and been like. Isn't the guy who plays um. The, oh, the main, the, the main villain, Ricky Conlon. Yeah, he's yeah, a, he's, he's an actual he's a, boxer. He's an actual boxer, isn't he? He is. Yeah. He's a Tony Bellew. Yeah, yeah. Um, all, all the uh, boxers you see in this are boxers in real life. Yeah, and honestly, that's we that makes this so much like it adds a lot more character to it because it actually feels real as well. Like the the punches that they're taking actually feel impactful and actually feel real. I don't know if they are. For folks <laughs> yeah, like no. Michael B. Jordan might have actually been beating the fucking shit out of for this movie. Well, in the second one, there's there's a clip of him fighting a uh, fighting uh, Victor Drago online and doing a yeah. rehearsal, and he accidentally lays him out, and he like fucking sends him to sleep fully nice. just one punch down he's not expecting it and he he's out like a light a like a light a like a light oh a. god stop <laughs> um so the first one it's got a very very cheeky 95 percent on rotten tomatoes with an 89 percent audience score um with yeah. 77.6 on imdb and it's actually, this is the most interesting one. It's got 3.3 out of 5 on Rate Your Music. On Rate Your Music? On Rate Your Music. I'm just going to see what this is here. Uh, I'll consent to some cookies. Um. Yeah, no, this is a... <laughs> this is an actual website. It's called Rate, Rate Your Music. And they have film reviews mad that is mad there's so many reviews here um hang on oh here we go oh i found a bad review 
I'm going to read this oh, bad yeah. review out. <laughs> okay. Right, okay. This is from Skimani. We're calling you out, bro. Um, I can't believe the positive ratings on this movie. This is like a drama upon drama upon drama with a cartoonish fight and probably the worst dialogues. Very predictable. Even the humor like The Cloud falls flat. The fight itself is like those finger puppets. Just blow upon blow and blood upon blood. Best line. A kid on the bike asks Creed, Are you Creed's son? Creed, yes. Kid on the bike, what's up? And right away. Worst line. And yes, there are plenty. Bianca, when Creed is getting a beating, is he alright? That sums up the movie. One star. Jeez. This guy must have really not liked Creed. Some other guy put the sequel that Star Wars The Force Awakens wasn't. I hate this website. I hate this website. <laughs> to be fair though, that's actually kind of kind of true. Came out the same year as well. Yeah. Um yeah. Th- this was the year. This was 2015. And the there year was of the sequel. The year of the seventh sequel. So there were three movies that came out. There was Fast and Furious 7, Star Wars Fox Episode eight. 7, and Creed, which were all the seventh iterate in- installment in their franchises. Mad. Crazy. Um, so yeah, 3.3 out of 5. That's pretty good, you know. Yeah. Um, what, one of my favourite moments is a really small moment. It's uh, in the final fight um, when Creed punches uh, Ricky Cantlin. Conlon. Conlon. When he punches him in the face and uh, he makes him bleed. And he turns around and he says, he bleeds. He bleeds like me. <laughs> I was just like, Tell that's me. so cool. Do you bleed? Do you bleed? Nobody Do you will. Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. Oh, God. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, some of, my, some of my favorite scenes from this. Like, the, the only thing I've ever seen from this other than watching the movie was when I watched the Benjamin Babish video on um, him making the cheesesteak. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, oh, that sandwich looks so good, man. It does look so. It does look really nice. Yeah. But, um, like, genuinely, though, like, I I did really enjoy this film. Like, without the various tinted glasses, it, based off of what I know of um, the Rocky series, like, as a whole, it actually, you know, it does really, really good with the uh, source material. It adds, like, a very emotional factor to it, which I know the um, original Rocky films had a lot of emotional factors to them in the first place. And then, like, with Rocky getting um, cancer, like, that scene is genuinely emotional. Like, it is actually rough to watch. Um, yeah, when Stallone he, plays it amazingly. Yeah, Stallone got nominated for an Oscar for this. Um and fucking deserved, honestly. Yeah, he's really great in this. And yeah, like it's it's that moment when he sat there and she's like, "If we start treating her right away, there's a good chance of recovery." And he's like, "Nah, no, I'm it. good." Yeah, it's like, it's, it's like gut wrenching. Yeah. And then there's that bit where he talks about like, if I could get all of the good stuff and put it in a bowl, and then say, "Hey, here, I want to buy one more day with my wife," I do it. It's just like, fuck, man, that's. It's actually really rough. I like that he goes and just reads the paper to his dead wife and dead brother-in-law. Yeah, that's really sweet. I kind of love that. Um, yeah, there's just it's just a nice it's just a, a nice movie. Like, I mean, obviously, yeah. there's like 
it's I, yeah i just dig it i just dig it like it's a yeah, nice it's an enjoyable it's not movie. really like when i was going into this i thought there'd be a lot more to talk about but there really isn't that much to talk about that you can't really say other than just like it's a good film yeah because it's it, extremely bad or amazing it's a good film it tells a good story about a kid who grows up not even knowing his father and wanting to make his own legacy and does that through his father's legacy. And I think that's actually really nice to actually like have him um, like acknowledge that he's a creed and accept it, but also realize that he's more than that. If you look on his shorts, it says Creed on the front and Johnson on the John back. Johnson on the back. Yeah. Yeah. Which is so it, like that's it's a, a nice great detail. Touch. Yeah, yeah. Like the the this movie was genuinely a lot more um, fun than I thought it was gonna be, and it had a lot more heart than I thought it was gonna have. Yeah, it's I like thought it was the, gonna be like the the Rambo like Last Blood. Yeah, no uh, um, thing. Yeah, Sly and Michael B. Jordan have really good chemistry. Yeah, and and them them too, and Tessa Thompson as well. All three of them have a, have great chemistry as well, um, and that's more seen in the second one as well. Yeah, um, that that is very much carried by the performances. Um, yeah. I don't like all the HBO product placement. Oh, one hundred percent. I was literally just thinking, I the what every every, every... I was watching on Netflix, and I was like, wait, did they just give me an ad? Yeah, every single interview at the bottom of the screen says HBO Sports. HBO Sports. Didn't even know HBO had a sports channel. Neither did I. <laughs> it must be an American thing. I think it's like a HBO. I think HBO is literally just Sky. Yeah, yeah. It, it's the it's the American Sky. America. Fuck yeah. Coming again, say the motherfucking day. Um. Creed two though, yeah, it's got eighty. There's... It's got eighty three percent on Rotten Tomatoes with a seventy nine percent audience score, um, and a seven point one, which you know it's it's lower, but not that much lower. I listen. You know what? I'm I am just gonna have to go on this Rate Your Music website and see <laughs> Fuck's sake. what Creed two has on. I just I'm gonna have to. It'd be do really that. funny if the same guy reviewed it and was just like, "This is so much better than the first one." Um, ooh, ooh, controversial. Creed Two has three point one two, bro. They're they're doing what you hate. They're going like double digit decimals. That is a sin. Um, I am actually reading through these to try and find if if there are any terrible ones. Uh, whilst you do that, I'm gonna read the synopsis. Go for it, bro. Go for it. Under the tutelage of Rocky Balboa, newly crowned heavyweight champion, Adonis Creed faces off against Victor Drago, the son of Ivan Drago. Drago. That's it. Drago. He's a a Harry Potter character. It's It's, Drago. It's Drago, bro. It's Drago. He's a Harry Potter character. I swear. I shit you not. He turned himself into a pickle. It's the funniest shit I've ever seen. Okay, so something that's actually kind of interesting about... um, about creed 2 though the director before this only directed one feature film um, the land similar to um how uh, ryan coogler only directed one feature film before that too but 
There's also the fact that the guy who, who directed this is also directing Transformers Rise of the Beast. Oh, yo, I'm so hyped for that. I don't care. But the thing is, like, he also directed a Machine Gun Kelly music video. Ugh. Gross. Yeah, it's it's a he's got a very strange little um like videography. This uh, is it's a bit of a this is really disappointing. I can't find any weird reviews on rateyourmusic.com. Let's just let's just get on with it. I'm gonna go on my letterbox. I'm gonna find it on here. I'm gonna find there's always weird reviews of shit on Letterboxd. Creed 2. Come on, search for it. Here we go. We're on it. David, you don't sound excited about this. Really not. I'm so incredibly excited for this. Sort by lowest first. Here we go. We're in the shit now. Oh my god, there's so many ones in Spanish. Oh, um, I do want to say one thing about Creed 1, though, while you're doing this. Oh, uh, go on. Go on. <laughs> there's, um, there's, like a, there's, a, there's the usual PG-12 sex scene, right? Yeah. But then, like, it usually, it usually pans away to, like, a fireplace or a window. This one just pans away to a fucking turtle. It does. It does pan <laughs> away so to a turtle. Weird. And that's actually apparently Sylvester Stallone's real-life turtles. <laughs> And the turtle's just watching them fuck. Yeah. Uh, that's a little fucked up. It's so fucking stupid. But those turtles have actually appeared in um, altogether five films in the Rocky franchise. In Rocky 1, 2, Rocky Balboa, Creed, and Creed 2. Mad. Yeah. <laughs> Mental, isn't it? This review just says it's half a star. And it says... At one point, Rocky clarifies that his son's son is his grandson. Half a star. His son's son is his grandson? I mean, it, it, it is... That is... Yeah. The, <laughs> this one... This one says, The fucking Russian loses again. Pussies! Half a star. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> um, um the, the, yo we should definitely just do this one day <laughs> no just read through weird letterbox reviews of shit no we are not doing that for a full podcast <laughs> one of them says it's a movie only qualification one star <laughs> mint um, so, what did you think of Creed 2? Dude, it's fun as hell. Yeah. I think, like, it's... It tries to be darker. Um, and fails miserably at that. But I think what it really works at is the final, like, five minutes when it shows, like, the... When it, when it shows, like, the, the, the emotion on Victor Drago's face when his mum leaves. Like, yeah. that's fucking raw, bro. I feel that shit on a spiritual level. Um, Victor Drago is your spirit animal. Yeah, bro. Like, that's... You would just... Like, my man just crumbles. And it's like, Yeah, fuck. honestly, though. 
Thing is, though, when um, when Ivan was like about to throw in the towel, I thought he was just leaving too. Yeah, so you so. little pussy. I, I I've seen this movie before, and I thought he was gonna do that. <laughs> I was like, hold on, I thought you stayed. What are you doing, bro? Where are you going? There um, is one thing that I like. I I had a small problem with this movie, just like on a backstory level. Um, more like more just like not necessarily a problem, more just like something that could have been nice. Personally, I think it should have been the other way around with like who trained him for the fights. I think it should have been like it made sense in terms of like the story for Rocky to train him when he beats him because Rocky, you know, Rocky's like, actually the beat the guy. Yeah, Rocky's the guy. He, he beat um fucking Ivan back yeah. in the day, and so it it works in that way. But it would have been nice if it was like. The other guy, I can't remember his name, but it was Apollo's um, trainer. It's it's Apollo's trainer's son. Yeah, so Apollo's trainer's son could have, like, trained him instead. And I think that would have been actually kind of cool. So, like, you have Rocky train him for the first time, and he trains him in his way, but Victor beats him still. And that's because Ivan has taught him to fight Rocky. Yeah. And he knows that Rocky is training um, Adonis. But then if you get um, Apollo's trainer's son to train him in the second one, with Rocky still there, it would have worked way nicer in the in the legacy of Apollo and in the fact that he's actually he's kind of becoming more like his father, but in his own way. Yeah. Like he's not, you know, he's not growing up watching him, this, that, and the other. He's, he's just becoming like him naturally. I think that would have been a really nice thing for the story to have a bit more heart maybe so like go against like the fact that rocky's this uh, like this legend and the fact that like the new legend is adonis and it's not still rocky because this entire like the first both of these movies just feel like rocky controlling adonis like a puppet in the terms of fighting like i know obviously rocky's the legend that's why he's going for, him for training but i think he needs to start going away from him if they are going to be doing a third movie which i think they are they are the third one is still in the works um um apparently it's meant to be coming out in november yeah um apparently michael jordan's directing it that's yeah that's it that's that's what the the last bit of news was about that um and and apparently he's um he's not the sly's not going to be in it so that's Stallone will not be in creed three Ah, interesting. So goes the rumor. So um, far from what I can see on the IMDb page for it, yeah, he's not in it, but he'll probably come in it at some point. They might just in some way. Might just kill him off. Honestly, I think that's probably the best thing you can do for Rocky right now. I mean, to be fair, like, I, like I the end of to kill him off in the second one. The end of this film feels very like because he wins and then he says, "This is your moment," and so he yeah. leaves him and he just sits there and he's sat with the ring. And it's like that feels very, very like ending. Yeah, feels very. They, they, they don't need to do Creed three for this. Yeah. yeah, no. Like I mean, they ended it there. Yeah, I mean, if there is a Creed three, I'll watch the hell out of it because it'll just be, it'll be the same as this one, and it'll just be fun. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, okay, that's cool, that's cool. Yeah, I do think it had a lot more potential though. Well, the first one or the second one. The second one. The first one here's here's potential like pretty much on point. Yeah. Like there's not you know, there's only so much you can do with more Rocky. Yeah. And the the first film was actually genuinely really good. Genuinely, it, yeah. You know, 
like based off of what I know of Rocky, it did like it went where went with the Swordsman Steel really well, but also created its own thing. But then it also didn't need a second film in the first place anyway. No. Like that first movie felt like an ending. Like I was I was more than happy to go away and not watch Creed 2, not see how the story continues, because I don't I didn't need the story to continue. Yeah. Like a sequel to me is when a story is needed to continue or there's a story so interesting that you want it to continue. That wasn't Creed one for me. It was just a nice little package wrapped up in its own like little self. Pretty much. Yeah. And so like that like I feel like this is just an unnecessary we made a lot of money for the first one, so we're gonna make a second one anyway. I mean, yeah, this is a this is a cash grab. Um, yeah. And, and the it, third one's also a cash grab. And let's be honest, it ever so slightly worked. Yeah. So um this the first one cost uh, 35 to 40 million and made 170 million and the second one cost 50 million and made 214 million yeah so like so it the, did work they made a lot of profit off it yeah so like you know matt why not because pe- they, like, they even say in the movie like this is what people want to see they yeah. want to see i like drago's son v creed's son that's what they yeah. want to see they want to see the rematch to end all rematches yeah um and they are true they are they are correct like people did want to see that i imagine people wanted to see that from the first film and that's the only thing that they had left to do well yeah what do you have left to do after that well you just make your own you make an original story yeah but at the same time is there much room for him to grow more because he's already become the world like champion boxer well i mean they did four rocky movies before he saw before the fifth one where he was like sort of waning down his career so I yeah but then apparently the fifth one's a piece of shit yeah the fifth one's like the worst film apparently the the fourth one is also a pretty shit right okay listen so rocky one is like a masterpiece it just is like it's one of the greatest sport movies of all time and it will forever be recognized as that um and he and it's basically it's similar to this first film where it's like he has nothing and he fights for the for the right to be like to, to fight this to huge party. boxer. He fight he fights this huge uh, star in Apollo Creed and loses, but like he gives it a really good go, so everyone loves him. And then in yeah. the second one, they have a rematch and he wins, so now he's world champion. So then in the third one, a new fighter comes along, called Clubber Lang, played by Mr. T. As then he and Mr. T fight out, but Mr. T's like a fucking brawler and knocks him out. And then he has to retrain and fight him again. And then the fourth one is where Ivan Drago calls out Apollo Creed, fucking kills the guy. And then Rocky has to train up and fight him. Yeah. So, like, the first four, like, they're just. Three and four are really similar. They're just. They're just dumb fun. Yeah. Like, they're not... I, I wouldn't call them bad movies. They're just entertaining. And that's what Creed yeah. 2 is. Creed 2 is just... Yeah, it's just entertaining. It does, it does yeah. its purpose and it does it well. Yeah, it's just a more modern it, it, version It does of it. the thing that, a, like, a, um, a film is supposed to do. To entertain yeah. you. That's it. That's all the film is there for. It's just to entertain you and that's all you need. But at the same exactly. time, it just, it just feels like... 
Personally, when it comes to films, especially nowadays, considering we're getting like much more interesting like movies and like solo things where it's just telling a story and that's it. We're not going to see any more of it. I think that's what like Creed 1 should have done. And then yeah. just left it there. Obviously, in terms of money, I understand it. But and at the same time, I think they should just leave it there after Creed 2. I think we've We've gone past that point in film history where we like just want entertaining movies. You just want them over and like sequels over and over and over again. Everybody, it's kind of sick of that. People constantly complain about sequels. Yeah, and it's just feeling boring. So personally, I think like if they were to do a Creed three, it should center around his personal life instead rather than the boxing. I, mean, I think it would be interesting, an interesting take because um, Tom Holland has recently said, like, the an interesting idea for Spider-Man would be do a Peter Parker movie. It's just like a four million pound budget, like, indie movie about Peter Parker. Do not do any of the Spider-Man stuff. I think, like, just doing that kind of thing, just taking a bit of a chance with it and just focusing on the characters and what you built here would be more interesting than just seeing another fight. Um, I, I mean, I, I guess it's just never going to happen, is it? Like, it's not going to happen. But at the same time, like, do we all even think that Creed 3 is going to happen right now? Yeah. Like, there's not- been no news on it. Have they even filmed it? Maybe. F- films like this, they'll just, they'll just make it. They'll just make it in, like, three months. And then you'll be like, oh, right, cool, it's coming out. Because think about it, you don't, like, you don't need huge sets. You don't need um, like mass. You don't need loads of time for special effects afterwards. Yeah. So yeah, they'll probably they could turn this movie around in like six months. So it, they could they could have made it, and then they could be making a trailer right now for it, or whatever. Yeah. Or they could be making it right now. I don't know. Um, but yeah, like I, I think it'll happen. I'm fairly sure it'll happen. Yeah. But like we said, the last one made quite a bit of money, so why not? Sure. Um, I don't know. I just feel, I just feel like the audience just isn't bothered as much anymore like, you, you say that but the the second one made more money than the first one so there yeah, is an know, audience like after, after that second one because of the ending is there much reason to go back and watch it because everybody got what they wanted already like they like yeah. you said they said it themselves already they like that's the you know the rematch of a lifetime yeah. we already got that rematch there's not much else for people to be as excited about for creed 3 like, hardcore fans will go see it, but casual viewers aren't going to really give a shit. I guess. Um, right. I don't know, that's just me. Let's, round 12, ding, ding. We're going to go to a split decision. Um, no, we're not. Uh, I was doing a boxing thing. Um, we're, we're done talking about the main topic. Crazy. Wow, that was really cool. Yeah. Um, for the last time, for this first 100 episodes. And for the last time in 2021. David. Xander. Sell me a movie. Or a TV show. Or a game. Or a music. Or a book. If you're a nerd. Okay. So I watched the film on. Um, it's on Amazon Prime in the UK. It's called. Um, but I'm a cheerleader. And if you look at the uh, the poster. It looks like a. Um. A 2000s Disney movie. It does. 
It really does. It's not. It's about a lesbian getting sent to gay conversion camp. You've told me about this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's honestly genuinely really good. It's a lot of fun. It's very cheesy at times. Um, it's got like the basic, you know, like 90s idea of what lesbians are like. But then there is also actually like, you know, some genuine look into like people who are actually like lesbians. Holy shit. It's not just... RuPaul's like, in it. Who? RuPaul. Yeah. It's a fucking good movie, man. And Natasha Leone. Yeah. It's genuinely a good movie. Holy shit. It's, um, it starts out with um, this like young christian um she's got a boyfriend and they like you know in high school she's a cheerleader but there's also some really like you know sexualized shots of all the cheerleaders asses whilst they're bouncing around um and my immediate thought was i wonder if this was directed by a man yeah it was. it's not it's, it's not. not it's not surprisingly and they were actually just doing something smart with the fact that it's about you know a lesbian all right. So, um, well played movie. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's genuinely like it well, tells a well, really good story. Well, well done, movie. You made me look at tits. <laughs> ass, actually. Oh, um, well done, movie. You made me look at ass. There we go. Um, but yeah, <laughs> genuinely, it's got like a really fun um, like story in it. The characters all have really good chemistry together. Um, and there's one thing that I found really funny. I've already told you about this, Xander, but I just want to talk about it on here quickly. There's a, um, like, the the scene when she actually gets sent to gay conversion camp um, is really funny to me because, like, everybody's coming up with all these reasons why um, she's clearly a lesbian, and all of them are great except for the boyfriends because he just goes, you don't even like kissing me. But then, in the scene, right, you see how he's kissing her, and he's just licking her cheek. Oh, no. It's so disgusting. It's genuinely horrible to watch, and <laughs> is so funny, and so stupid of a reason. Fantastic. Like, honestly, honestly, I re I did really enjoy it. It's um, it's definitely worth a watch. Cool, that, that sounds like a, a, a fun movie. That's I, I yeah. might I might check it out if it's on ours. It's yeah, it's on Prime. I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna sell you two things. One of them is very funny, and one of them is very much not. Which would you like me to sell you first? The very much not one. I watched a a 2012 movie uh, called The Hunt with a uh, Mads Mikkelsen. Ooh, it's a Danish film. Ooh, I know, and um, it is about it is about a a man, Mads Mikkelsen, who's a is just a he's living a lonely life. He's like he's struggling to get custody of his teenage son from his bitch ex wife, um, and he works in a nursery, and uh, or like a play school, you know, like like you know kindergarten, I guess. Yeah. Um, and one of the kids is his best friend's little girl and she has a crush on him. Yeah. And when he says, like, obviously I'm a grown man and you're a child. Yeah. Uh, she decides to tell the, one of the teachers that uh, Mads Mikkelsen has performed a lewd act in front of her. Oh God. 
And so then the whole town believes that this man is a paedophile. Jesus. It's fucked. It's so good. The movie is absolutely phenomenal. Mads Mikkelsen is a tour de force. I absolutely love the man. I think um, he's the only thing that's going to save the fucking like, Fantastic Beasts franchise. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. He's so good. Um, there are so many scenes that I watched that was just like in absolute awe. Um, like There's a scene when he goes into the supermarket um and he they refuse to serve him and one of the like the butcher comes out from you know like uh, you know asda when you got the, the butcher section the guy yeah. comes out from behind the counter and just fucking lays him out and all fucking of them hell. they all just start throwing cans at him and it's like it's messed up um and all the while you know that he's completely innocent yeah but like it's it's that seed of doubt that as soon as someone says he might be a nonce you're like, there's just always going to be a thing in the back of your head. Is he a nonce? Yeah. And everyone just goes on board with it. Because everyone's like, why would the child lie? Yeah. And there's there's even a, a point in the movie when she says to the mom, she says to her mom, I, I just said something foolish. Like, I didn't mean it. I I, I wasn't telling the truth. And the mom he looks at her and is like, you don't have to say that, you know. Your, your head's getting foggy. It's true. It did happen. And it's like, they're convincing her now. It's so messed up. And then, of course, like, one of the kids says something. So then the other parents start telling their kids something happened. And they're like, yeah. Because kids do that, don't they? They just go along. Um, It's mad. It's it's absolutely phenomenal. Um, One of the best movies I've seen in a while. Um, And I would heartily recommend it. It is... It's a lot. It's very heavy. Yeah, it's, but it's, it really sounds it. But it's great. It's really great. Um, and it's on Amazon Prime at the moment in in England. Um, I would 100% check it out. And I know it's subtitled, but it's really worth your time. Really oh, great I'm, movie. I'm not bothered about subtitles at all. I'm more than happy to watch this or something. It's, it, the only reason I'm not going to watch it right now is just because, obviously, like it's a, it seems like a very heavy movie. And right now, I'm mm. just going to need to... Like chill, chill shit. Yeah, my um, um, my my housemate who I watched this with, Lewis. Big shout out, love the guy. Um, he he has he has a weird thing where he'll be in like any sort of mood. I'm like, oh, do you want to watch like a comedy film or something? He's like, no, let's watch something really fucked up. And so like his go to movie when he's completely <laughs> hammered, he, he'll he'll go to he'll end up at someone's house after a party or something, completely drunk, and they'll be like, oh, do you want to put on a film? He's like, yeah, put on Hereditary. Fucking <laughs> so like so he just put this on i was like oh fuck <laughs> so but yeah really great film definitely check it out um my other recommendation is a tv show oh it is on netflix and all four so it's like for well in in england anyway is it um, end of the fucking world it is not it is uh, six episodes. Only one season was made. And I wish that more did get made. But it is a show called Crashing. From oh, 2016. It. Um, it's created by Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Who also made Fleabag. Yeah. Um, and it follows this group of people. Who like. Um, I, I, how do they, uh, they. They live in a 
an abandoned hospital as property guardians. Yeah. So they're not squatters, but they like pay really cheap rent to live in like abandoned buildings to the council. Okay. Um, and then when it gets shut down, they just move out, that kind of thing. Um, and it's just, it's really, like, there's six episodes. You can get through it in, it's like the length of a movie. If you binge, if you binge through, like, all six episodes, it's two hours. And yeah. it feels like one story. It follows um, a few different plot lines throughout. So you've got the, the main one, which is, like, a love triangle, where... Um, a guy's what like there's a couple who live there um who, who are engaged and the guy's ex like best friend um who's played by Phoebe, Phoebe Waller Bridge comes in and she's so quirky and they they've always had like this unspoken thing and then she comes and stays with them and so there's tension there then there's um one of the guys who like starts off being a bit like a Barney Stinson kind of character Who's yeah. like all about like oh I'm gonna fuck this woman and then fuck that woman but don't worry love there's some more dick for you, um but then he sort of falls in love with a guy, and how that nice. sort of plays out, um and then there's in in my favorite plotline of the whole show, it follows a um <laughs> this like d- divorced man who's so unhappy with his life he just wants to die and, like fucking end himself. And there's a French woman who lives there and she's a painter, an artist, and she falls madly in love with him and just is obsessed with painting him. And like they have the weirdest relationship and the weirdest dynamic because he's like in his 50s and she's like in her 20s. And like she, she's just so nonchalant about everything. And he's like, oh, a bit, bit more British. Uh, um, But yeah, they're, they're absolutely fantastic. I would highly recommend checking it out. Um, it's very good, and I wish there was a second season, but it's just never going to happen because this was yeah this was nearly six years ago. Um, Jesus, yeah, that's definitely so. not happening anytime soon, man. No, unfortunately not. But I can I can dream, Harold. Um, this video is great. So yeah, yeah, I, I would recommend that. It's on Netflix and and all four. So go check it out. Um, and, yeah, sounds good. Right there, we go. That is it. But no, it's not. Because, Junior thought you forgot for a second. Then. No, 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 no. Because it's Christmas, um, we we figured we'd uh, tell you guys like some Christmas things to go and watch. Yeah. Um, I I'm gonna do a thing where I'm gonna tell you what I watch every Christmas, like my my Christmas Eve tradition. Um, yeah, I was planning on doing that too. Were you gonna do that too? Then I I will let you go first. Then, my dear friend. So I'm going to do like a mix of stuff. I'm going to do like a film I watch every Christmas, a film I watch every few Christmases or so, just when I'm feeling like it, and a film I want to start watching every Christmas. Okay. Um, And then I'll probably like recommend a game as well, because I'm a massive fucking nerd. A, a Christmas um, game? Yeah, a Christmassy game. Wow. I would I know, never right. suspect it. Um, You already know. You've already played it as well. Oh, fuck. Is it Spider? Um, is it Spider Man Miles Morales? Yeah, it is. Oh my god! I was gonna have a quick talk. I was gonna have a quick like recommendation for that, but I've I've got another Christmassy game that I can recommend, but it's not necessarily the one that I want to play. But I can recommend it in case you know you want to recommend that. Um, which one? Uh, I'll I'll you'll find out now. Oh, okay. I'm gonna recommend it. Go for it. Um, 
So the the film I watch every Christmas is a film I'm I'm literally wearing a hoodie for right now. Yeah, um, I know. Die Hard. Die Hard. I um I recently got a um a lovely Christmas present um of a Nakatomi Plaza Christmas party in 1988 uh, hoodie. Um, it's amazing. I love it. And I watch Die Hard every Christmas. Um, I know there's like a whole meme of it's not a Christmas film or it is a Christmas film, but I. Whether it is, whether you consider it is or isn't, I don't care. I love watching it because it's set at Christmas, but it's not a Christmas. It's not a, it's not a normal Christmas film. In the same sense as like not traditional for Christmas isn't. Yeah, yeah, it's not traditional. It's not before Christmas also isn't a traditional Christmas film, but it's still a Christmas film, and I like non-traditional Christmas it's, films. Uh, we even had a podcast on the night before before Christmas. Yes, we did. It's the Novemberiest movie of all time. It really is. Um, and Die Hard is just... is one of those great films that you can just sit back and relax and just sometimes turn your brain off, but if you want to analyse it, you also can. There's a lot that you can find in there. Um, like, the the story of the making of is great. Like, the, the classic story of, um, like, Alan Rickman actually being dropped on two rather than on one. Yeah, when yeah, he yeah, gets yeah, dropped, yeah. So that reaction is actually genuine because he, was, he wasn't expecting it. Um, like, there's also, there's just so much about this movie that it, it just, it lives on in my heart forever. I've watched it ever since I was a kid and I continue to watch it. So, yeah, Die Hard. Uh, do you want to do one of yours and then we'll just go back and forth or do you want to just beeline through them all? Um, you, you beeline. I beeline. You beeline. Um, the one that I watch every 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 few years or so is um, a bit more traditional, but also still non-traditional. Um, the night before, I I really love it. It's a lot of felt, fun. It's that's a really a felt fun, in movie. Yeah, it's just a really dumb, fun Christmas comedy with um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Seth Rogen, um, Anthony Mackie. Like th- those guys are the three main characters, and it's just. It's just dumb fun. It, like it's just a it's just a wild adventure on a Christmas Eve, and it's <laughs> yeah. No matter what, you're gonna yeah. have a good time with these guys, especially if Seth Rogen's there. Like, if Seth Rogen's in a comedy movie, nine times out of ten, the one time out of ten being you know um, the Green Hornet or Your Highness, then you're gonna have a good time. This is one of a nine out of ten, by the way, just so you're aware. Yeah. This, this is the good time one. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, the night before. And then one that I want to start watching every Christmas because I recently saw a video of um, if Die Hard is a Christmas movie, then this is too. Um, mean Girls. Yeah. Yeah, Mean Girls is a Christmas movie, man. Got well, me... I mean, in that sense, every Harry Potter film is a Christmas movie. There you go, then. But a lot of people say that Harry Potter films are a Christmas movie because they're also played every Christmas. They, are, I mean, they're just family films, aren't they? Really? Yeah, they're family films, but specifically, like, every single year, no matter what, especially on ITV, you will see them played at Christmas, the entire franchise. They do get played. They do get played. Every year as well. And, uh, uh, like, for Sky, Sky, uh, like, every single year, they bring out the Sky Harry Potter channel or Sky Wizarding World channel, as it is this year, because of... Um, Fantastic Beasts. So, if you're one of the people that consider Harry Potter to be a Christmas film, Die Hard is a Christmas film, so is Mean Girls. There you go. Just a fact. And Mean Girls is a fucking belter. 
So um, yeah, Bean Girls, Bean Girls is pretty good. I, I, I do want to. I, I might honestly watch that on Christmas Eve. Genuinely, <laughs> the only other film I'm going to be watching on Christmas Eve is um, Encanto. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited for that. Yeah, it looks really good. Um, okay, my Christmas. Um, I, I, I do, I do two things. I watch. Um, my my favorite Christmas movie, and I cannot believe y- you haven't mentioned it. It is obviously. Do you know what it is? Do you know what my favorite Christmas movie is? I I genuinely don't. I don't really watch a lot of Christmas movies. I I imagine you're gonna say Jingle All the Way. Or Elf. Uh no no my favorite Christmas movie is The Muppets Christmas Carol. That is a fucking belter. Because it I is the, every year. It is the only correct answer to the question, what's the best Christmas movie? It's the only correct answer. Um, <laughs> it's absolutely phenomenal. Um, Michael Caine is so good. It's a genuine good Michael Caine performance. How often do you see that? Um, Harry Brown has a good Michael Caine performance. Interstellar has a decent one. He's pretty decent. He's 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 good in a lot of movies. Okay, man. He's he's yeah, actually a good I, actor. Give, I guess. Give him a break. Uh, I guess. Um, Watch Harry Brown yet? Yes. Genuinely, mate, you need to watch Harry Brown. <laughs> he just goes around killing chavs. Um. Yeah, I absolutely love Muppets Christmas Carol. Um. I always have the. Uh, I've got. I've got some of the songs from the movie on my on my Christmas playlist. It is um, the, the songs are fantastic. To yeah. be fair. After all, there's only one more sleep till Christmas. Tis the season to be jolly and joyous. That was my Kermit the Frog impression. There. That was awful. Listen, I think it's all right. <laughs> it's um, pretty fucking shocking, mate. <laughs> Um, but the thing I do, um, I, so I watch Muppets Christmas Carol around Christmas, but one thing I always watch on Christmas Eve before bed, um, and this is without fail for the past like six, seven years now, I've done it every year, um, I sit down and I watch a TV special. Um, I watch- Is it it Top Gear? No, no, fucking no. I watch, I watch Blackadder's Christmas Carol. Oh, I thought you were going to say the, the Doctor Who ones. No, 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 no. They are belting. But no, I always watch Blackadder's Christmas Carol. Have you ever seen it? Uh, no, I have not. So, um, have you ever seen the show Blackadder? Nope. Right, you should. It's absolutely hilarious. It's Rowan Atkinson at his absolute finest. Um, but essentially, Blackadder is just um, a series that... like It's an anthology series throughout each each series... Is in a different time. So the first series is during medieval times. Second one is during the Tudor era. The third series is during the Georgian era. And the fourth season is during World War One. And there's always Edmund Blackadder and Baldrick. And they're like a, okay. a duo. And Edmund Blackadder is this cunning guy who's really weaselly and slimy and always tries to get what he what he wants and doesn't give a shit about anyone else. And Baldrick is a fucking idiot. Yeah. And it's so funny. It's absolutely phenomenal. The show is great. You should watch the show. But in between seasons three and four, they did a Christmas Carol set during the Victorian yeah. times um, where 
instead of Ebenezer Scrooge, it's Ebenezer Blackadder. And he starts off as a really nice man who absolutely loves Christmas and is so kind, he gives things to everyone. Do they do do the opposite? They do. He becomes really bitter at the end. They do a reverse Scrooge. That's actually really interesting. And it is the final 10, 15 minutes are some of the funniest bits of TV I've seen, I still see in my life. It is absolutely hilarious. There's a moment at the start where these the, these really large like the, these really fat kids come in and they nick loads of his food because they're like the uh, the the uh, like the tiny Tims like the orphans, <laughs> um, but they come in and steal all the food, uh, and then the next day they come back on Christmas Day after he's been visited by this ghost that tells him to be a good boy, but actually shows him how his predecessors did really well by being assholes. Um, and so then he he, he wakes up the next morning these guys are at the door and they uh they he opens it up and they're all stood outside and they start singing a song for him and they sing um god bless you mary blackadder it's something like that but they they start singing like if if we were little piggies we'd sing piggy wiggy 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 woo piggy wiggy 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 oh like they go on like that it's so funny but then like that you know there's a big laugh for it and they're stood there expectantly waiting like a present or something and rowan atkinson just stands there and claps really slowly and just says utter crap and it's 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 so perfect um yeah rowan atkinson at his finest um tony robinson as well he's fantastic in that show but you've got people to turn up like um um what's she called marion margoyles um you've got uh hugh laurie he's in the show a lot you've got um oh what's his face from hot fuzz who plays the 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 dad in hot fuzz nick frost dad I don't know the guy, the guy's name. You know what I mean, though. Um, yeah, I know you're on about. But yeah, there's loads of British actors that you'll recognise and be like, "Oh my god, they're big stars," um, and they've they've been in Black Widow, uh, Black Black Widow, fucking Blackadder. Um, so yeah, definitely Black recommend. Blackadder is the is the uh, the villain in Black Widow, the <laughs> guy. Oh, and Stephen Fry's in 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 the second season as well. So yeah, definitely go and check that out. And uh, yeah. That I, I always love watching Black Eyed Christmas Carol on Christmas Eve because it reminds Fair me enough. that Christmas is kind of bullshit. So yeah, it really is. Um, <laughs> we're gonna leave it there. We've actually been talking for a lot longer than I thought we were gonna. I think it's primarily the Christmas stuff, honestly, mate. Yeah, that's fine by me. Yeah. Oh, there's that whole bit in the middle where I read through loads of terrible reviews of Creed Two as well. Yeah, um, and, I, get, um, I guess. Look I forward to something out. like that in the future too. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, that's going to do it then. Thank you so much to everyone for listening for the past 12 months. I can't believe you did that. What the hell is wrong with you? Um, we are actually going to take a week off. Aren't we? Uh, yeah. Yeah, we're having next week off. So there will be no episode next week. But you might be thinking, Xander, David, why would you take a week off? When it's about to be your 100th episode. Well, it's almost as if we've got something planned. Almost. Almost. As if we've got something planned. Um, you will not be disappointed. We, we, we've we been, think, we've been di- thinking about this for a long time, haven't we? 
Yeah, this is this has been a plan in the making for qu- honestly quite a while. For a few months, I'd say. Yeah. And um, it's it's going to be massive, and you guys are definitely going to enjoy it. Um, and we're going to have some wonderful guests. So uh, stay tuned for that one. That one will be coming out on the 10th of January. Uh, but until then, guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, if you want to hear more from us, then head on over to our Facebook and Instagram. You can see the weekly clips. You can go back. If you're missing us, you can go back through Spotify and listen to the old episodes uh, while while you're on your holidays. And um, yeah, David, thank, thanks for being here every week. Nah, apart, it's fine, man. apart from the weeks when you weren't here. Yeah, like I'm, I'm not always <laughs> here, but um, I'm almost always here. <laughs> um, when I just really don't want to watch Bond, then I'm not here. Yeah, yeah. You missed Mortal Kombat 1995 as well, because James yeah, had an f- absolute meltdown. Yeah, I was um, I was really not well. No, you weren't. One. You weren't, I remember that. I felt like absolute shit. Yeah. Um, which I'm really disappointed about. I was really looking forward to watching over this, but I'm, yeah. I'm glad I was able to watch um, the, the, the new small combat for that one. When that finally came, Jesus Christ! This year's th- that feels so long ago, you know. It really does. It really wasn't that long ago. No, it wasn't. Jesus. Right. We 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 need to end this. Um. Yeah. Thank you so much for everyone for listening this year. We will see you in the new year. Um. Have a safe. Uh, have have a nice holiday period, and be safe, everyone. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you all next year. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, stop with this. (laughs)